Welcome to the Fable Gal podcast. Here, you will be listening to Fable Gal Priya Bridgish, read outer novels and short stories. In the first season, you will be listening to the novel, Fire Soul, The Beginning. Before further ado, Chapter 1, Bird in a Cage. Mother, I need more soup. Keshu demanded as he slapped up the last drop of soup from his bowl. Kalyani felt desolate, staring into the pot. There was barely five spoonsful left and she needed to save something for Kanchi, his sister. She herself had nothing to eat so far, but the kids needed to be fed first. It wasn't going to be long before they too realized what hunger for days on end felt like. Initially, as the constant grumbling in the stomach, then the gut-wrenching cramps, and as days progressed, the burning taste of the reflex from their empty bellies, and eventually, the inability to eat even a morsel that has been gathered after much difficulty, without feeling completely nauseous. Yes, the hunger oxymoron. The famine had hit them hard this year, leaving her with the option to feed just the kids, while she chewed upon the few dried coconut kernels saved from the previous year. Her husband Pachin was off in search of work in the next village and would probably be home only by nightfall. There was nothing left in the fields in the village of Madeira anymore and the landlords had drained them off the last bit of grains that remained. They were living off from the dwindling share which they were just days away from exhausting while the granaries of the lords were stocked up for the next five years. Pachin wouldn't be happy that the boy had not been fed as much as he wanted the girl can learn to stay hungry, he had said. The boy needs to be strong to work in the field soon. If there was respite from this drought ever. It wasn't something shocking to Kalyani, how Pachin preferred his boy to the girl. She had grown up with four older brothers and had lived off whatever food that remained after the boys had taken their share, sometimes even feeding on the leftovers. When she was married off for two tholas, she was just 14 which was a bit later than most of the girls in the Madeira village. Her father had breathed a sigh of relief. She was a burden waiting to be passed over to another, and one that would reward him in the form of a few tolas at least, with which he and her brothers would be able to get themselves food supplies for a year. Her father cursed her on most days, for unlike the other girls, she had taken a few more years to mature, and only a menstruating girl was allowed to marry. The couple were expected to consummate the marriage immediately and the girl was to give her a husband, a child in the ninth month from the nuptial. The day Kalyani menstruated for the first time was more of an emotionally scarring affair than a painful one as her father went around Madeira with the customary beating of the chanda to announce his daughter's worthiness to bear children to prospective grooms. And like a prize goat, she was sold off to the highest bidder for two tolas. Kalyani's mother did not weep as she gave her her way. She was instead instructed to pray to Gandhari every day to bless her with sons. Kalyani wept deeply as she saw her father smile from year to year for the first time in his life as he looked at her, one last time, before claiming his dowry from Pachin. Having gotten his reward, he quickly turned away to celebrate his, with his sons. Her existence had been acknowledged, even if be for a brief moment. She remembered being gleeful too that day as she saw what seemed to her a feast 
rice, poppadoms, fried banana chips, sambar, elisheri, buttermilk and paisam. For the first time ever in her life, she would be allowed to eat off her own banana leaf. She wouldn't need to eat the leftovers and she would finally eat to her heart's content. She would weep later that night as she realized the bitter truth of being a woman in Madeira. That then, and for as long as life lasted, her husband would never seek her consent to pleasure himself and would continue to do so even if she bears him a hundred sons. She would remain his voiceless slave forever. When Kalyani bore Pachana's son, he showered her with kisses and announced to the Madeira folk thumping his chest the birth of a glorious son. The boy was named Keshavan, the amalgamation of the three gods, Brahma, Shiva and Vishnu. Pachan's face lit up every time he saw Keshu and he was cajoled and loud like no other boy in the village by his father. Keshu soon became a brat and would harm anyone and anything for his pleasure. He would spit into his mother's bowl just as he sat down to eat her food but would not be rebuked. He would throw vessels into the well and yet go unpunished. He would drown the small kittens in the pond for fun and yet he was Pachan's precious boy. He's just a kid. It's harmless fun. My little prince can do whatever he pleases. Pachan would always say. Kalyani would not dare punish the boy fearing Pachan's fury. She had done it only once when the boy had tried to drown the neighbor's kid in the pond for which she was whipped with a cane until she begged for mercy. She watched as her son looked on in glee and realized she had birthed a monster. You are just a woman. Remember that. You are to cook, feed and bed, not punish men. Pachan had growled. An inconsolable Kalyani implored to the higher powers that night as she felt the straws of her mat pierce into the deep gnashes the cane had left on her body that she not bear any more sons like the evil Keshu. Perhaps the gods must have sympathized or perhaps they must have decided to test her more for they gifted her with a baby girl Kanchi Lakshmi a year later. Her little doe-eyed girl came into the world giving her not much trouble. She barely even felt the pain of childbirth with her. Yet Kalyani cried endlessly as she saw her daughter. What hope did a girl child have in this horrid man's world? Pachin upon learning that he had fathered a girl grumbled and cursed just like her father had done all his life and took off to the fields without even glancing once at his just born daughter Kalyani wished she had been as stone-hearted as her mother and not cared for her daughter but she saw herself involuntarily drawn to Kanchi she felt a sense of purpose and happiness every time she looked at that smiling face meanwhile Keshu took great sadistic pleasure in making his little baby sister cry He would not let his mother breastfeed the child and laugh as the baby cried in hunger. He would poke her with a sharp twig, drag her by her little feet and would only stop when Kalyani would threaten him with Shambhu Ashan's name. Shambhu Ashan was the village elder in charge of teaching the boys of Madeira about the religious texts and training them in various vocations according to their community. The girls of Madeira too had to attend the sacred text lesson in order to understand how to become a better wife and mother. Everyone feared Shambhu Ashan as he was part of the village committee which imposed strict punishment for crimes committed by the people. I will kill her amma you wait and see. Keshu would say with an evil glee each time he retreated upon hearing Shambhu Ashan's name. At home 
Kalyani's fears and complaints would fall on deaf ears as Pachan had no concern for the girl child. However, wanting for some peace, he would advise Keshu in the most practical manner. Keshu, my precious, don't harm your sister. She may be of no use to you now, but in a few years we can sell her off in marriage and I promise you, the five tolas I intend to get for her will be completely given to you to spend as you please. Now, can you get five tolas if she's dead? or if you make her ugly by hurting her while kalyani flinched at the way her husband had put a price on her daughter she felt respite from the hope of warding off any serious threats to her child's life keshu the incorrigible child he was would steal a few moments of sadistic fun every now and then by poking her under her feet with the sharp twig he had modeled just for the exercise now who is going to notice the bottom of her feet when she's getting married he would tell himself and laugh kalyani was determined her daughter should escape this unending cycle of feeding breeding and slavery like the woman of her clan she just did not know how the world she knew was limited to madeira and she imagined of a world where maybe the women stood a better chance a world where landlords did not suffocate them with unfair shares over the harvest a few moons ago a traveling drama troupe had paid a visit to madeira They had enacted the tale of a daring queen of the east and how through grit and courage she had led a kingdom into victory as she carried her baby on her back. The characters of the men enacted in the story were also chivalrous, loving and faithful. Surely it had to be just a story, she told herself. It did not come as much of a surprise when the drama troupe was asked to leave Madeira immediately as the landlords and men folk did not approve of the premise and were warned of serious consequences if they ever returned with stories that attacked the cultural integrity of the community though the women folk of the landlord families never experienced the poverty and grueling life conditions of the village clans women they were equally if not more voiceless in front of their landlord husbands behind the nice attires the glittering jewelry were similar stories Kalyani had briefly served as a help at the landlord Madhavan Nambi's home to look after his new baby and wife. His wife Lakshmiya was a generous woman at heart and treated the help with respect and love. Lakshmi had a soft spot for Kalyani who was pregnant with Kanji at the time and took special care of her food and sleep. Lakshmiya ma had three sons. The twins Shivan Nambi and Vishnu Nambi both as old as Akeshu and the youngest one Ramanambi who was just a year older than Hakanchi the twins were just like Hakeshu cruel and evil while the younger one was a baby at the time and whom she assumed would grow up to be nothing different Kalyani tended to Lakshmi amma and the baby all through the day and night bathing mother and child putting the baby to sleep while Lakshmi amma rested a new mother was allowed to rest for 3 months and did not sleep with the husband or do any chores or speak with anyone The husband was only allowed to make brief visits to see the child. While it would have seemed like a punishment to be away from the sight and sound of all, it really was a blessing for Lakshmi amma. Whenever she had the chance, she and Kalyani would engage in long conversations under muffled whispers. Kalyani soon learned about the ways of the landlords and the women, about a world outside the village that Lakshmi amma had learned from books. One such night, Lakshmi amma had fallen thirsty and Kalyani had gone to get some water. On her way back she was briefly distracted by the sound from the landlord's room. She knew better than to eavesdrop and tried to get past the room quickly but the door was slightly ajar and she couldn't help notice the landlord naked in bed with two servants. 
she quickly covered her mouth with her palms to stifle the cry that involuntarily rose from her gut she picked up a pace toward lakshmi amma's room and decided not to utter a word more than the far-reaching consequences of punishment to herself she felt her lady lord deserved peace now lakshmi amma however a keen observer was quick to notice kalyani's discomfort and asked my dear are you all right yes my lady kalyani whispered as she handed over the tumbler of water with quivering hands lakshmi amma took a sip of water and smiled i think you saw something and i know what it is kalyani did not reply but kept staring down at her feet look at me kalyani did you happen to see the lord with someone kalyani did not respond it's all right i know all about it it's been going on for as long as i know and you know it's not just women he likes this is the wonderful life we lords live said lakshmi amma as she let out a sarcastic chuckle that was also filled with intense self disgust kalyani felt sad she always hoped that if the gods were kind to her she would be born in a madeira lords family her next life but if that meant just replacing the poverty with money she did not know she wanted to be born as a woman at all now as kalyani pondered on how to satiate her son's hunger kanchi came hopping in with a smile she had just turned 13 a few days back and she was turning into a beautiful girl her long black wavy tresses big beautiful black eyes and soothing smile turned heads wherever she went though she was entirely oblivious to all the attention while she prided on her child's grace it was also a constant cause of worry the madeira of men were just waiting for kanchi to turn into a woman ready to bid on her like a prized goat kalyani prayed every single day for a way out for her child mother is this soup for me she asked as she came and sat next to her mother no said kalyani as she winked at her child it was the coat for that she had kept some aside for kanchi in the storeroom and she could drink it when her brother was not around kanchi waited for her brother to go outside and then rushed to the storeroom to get her share she brought out the bowl sat next to her mother and shared the little bit that remained with her mother mother you must have to otherwise i am not drinking it either kalyani's eyes welled up as she drank the soup with her child my daughter is too good for this village for this life i have to save her somehow she thought keshu who was secretly watching his sister and mother drink the soup was seething at the audacity to steal what he considered was his share and came rushing in and kicked the bowl away wait till i tell father he growled as he marched off kalyani burst into tears it wasn't the hunger or the fear of being cane that pained her but her sheer helplessness in all of it listening to the novel Fire Soul of the Beginning written by Priya Bridges tune in for the second chapter Tricks of the Trade in the next episode This podcast is brought to you by Kaleku Productions For inquiries you can contact us at our email address in the show notes